I believe that there are going to be two kinds of insurance agents in the future. There will be those insurance agents that evolve and those people that used to be insurance agents. And we need to talk about this today. Welcome to the Ultimate Insurance Agency Podcast. Planet of the Agents. Planet of the Agents. Where we give you the real scoop on being an insurance agent and running an agency. This show is all about helping you focus on earning more money as an agent and building your own insurance empire. Empire. Here's your industry-leading host who has generated tens of thousands of insurance leads. This is Dave Baker. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you once again for joining me for another episode of Planet of the Agents. We, as always, have a lot to talk about today. It is a great day, isn't it? It's a great day if you are an insurance agent because you are one of the fortunate people who works in a essentially recession-proof profession. I think it's important to take a moment to appreciate this because there are a lot of people out there who are out of work and who are in a very different situation than you are. So as always, I am constantly speaking with different uh, agents and people in the industry. And I have to tell you that after speaking to a few agents in the last few days, I am shocked at what people are telling me that they're doing right now. People are telling me that they're sleeping that they're spending more time than ever on social media. And I don't mean for work purposes. We must live on two different planets. Let me tell you about a few of the conversations that I've had recently. One agent told me that they're sleeping during the day and getting in a really good nap that's quite refreshing because they don't have anything that's urgent to do anymore. Another just told me that he's not feeling very motivated. Another one told me that he just isn't getting any business. So there's nothing that he can do. So he's been spending more time catching up on his favorite shows and his other hobbies. I'm sorry. Do these people want to be poor? Do they want to be broke? Do they want to see the businesses that they've worked years to build just fade away into the sunset? I certainly don't want to see that. I don't understand what they're doing. What does somebody mean when they don't have anything urgent to do right now? We must have a different definition of what urgent is, period. Of course, I have some things that are very urgent, such as getting out certain documents like a binder or completing something that must be completed by a certain time of day with a certain deadline. But I have other things that I consider urgent as well, such as marketing, building my business, building my book, keeping in touch with my key contacts, and helping keep my business not just afloat, but making it thrive even during the toughest times. So when I spoke to these people, I wanted to be there for them, obviously, because that's the same reason I do the podcast, and that's the same reason I love working with agents in my business. I shared a few of my ideas with each of these people, and all three of them said the same thing. Would you believe this? I got the same response from three different people who told me three different things. What they said was, what you're saying sounds really hard. Oh, guess what? Running a business and generating new clients and a consistent stream of revenue, all while managing all of your prior clients, is not easy. If it was easy, 
everyone would do it. If it was easy, everyone would run their own business. If it was easy, everybody who worked for you would leave your agency, go start their own business, and never look back. There's a reason that only a small percentage of people own their own business. There's a lot to deal with. There are ups and downs. Just getting to break even for many businesses is quite difficult. Now, if you're not an agency owner and you work for somebody else, I actually want to say, have some sympathy for them. They have a lot more to do than what you see on the surface. There's constant additional paperwork that has nothing to do with any sort of money making or revenue generating. And on top of all the sales and customer service that an owner also has to deal with, and the management, there's a ton of additional stuff that needs to be attended to from licensing to various fees from different counties and states and other entities to compliance paperwork to mandatory meetings and planning. It's daunting. That's right. It's not easy to run a business. But if you believe in being a business owner and an agency owner, then it's worth it. Do you know why agency owners and even the employees at an agency who work on commission work 80 hours a week, it's so that they don't have to work a 40-hour work week. It's so that they don't have to punch a clock. If you're an agency owner and you're complaining that you work twice as hard and twice as much as anyone who works for you, remember that you don't work for anybody else and you don't have to punch a clock. People come from all over the world to America just for the opportunity to start a small business. And many of us currently run our own businesses, and we're so lucky. Now, if you feel like things are slowing down and it's becoming more difficult to be in the insurance agency business, that doesn't mean it's time to quit. It's time for mental resiliency. It's not a time to complain. It's not a time to tell everyone how you're losing your motivation. And it's absolutely not a time for negativity. This is a time more than ever for positivity. You need to be strong and not cave right now and just give up on your business and let clients fade away and not get any new business. There's no reason at all for you to lose your motivation. If things are a bit more difficult, then you should be more motivated than ever. There are a lot of cliche expressions like only the strong will survive. And those might have initially referred to physical toughness, but right now, what you need is to be mentally resilient or mentally strong. Listen, I don't like to be cooped up all day indoors and no longer getting to go to my office and to see all the nice people in the building and say hello to everyone. I miss a little bit of social interaction. I don't like eating at home all the time. I'll tell you, I certainly miss getting to go out to eat to dinner. It was a nice treat. It was a great way to spend the day. And the food tastes great. But right now, that's not something that I can do. And it's probably not something that you can do either. So here's the thing. What's going on right now in the broader macro picture of the world is not your fault. And you just have to accept that and work within the confines of the new rules and hopefully temporary rules of our society. Why do you need to be mentally resilient and strong right now? Well, the people that work for you, they need a leader. They need someone to look to who's going to be there for them to guide them during this time. And if you're an agent and you don't have any staff under you, then your clients are going to look to you. 
They need to know that when they connect with you or they reach out to you, that you're there for them and that you're strong. You can offer them some sorts of guidance as well, whether it's with their insurance or just keeping them inspired. Small businesses are the backbone of America. This has been said a million different times. And as a insurance agent, you can be there to support them with your words, if nothing else. I want to touch again one more time on what I just said a minute ago. The key thing here is that what's going on is not our fault. Now, if you told me that you saw your business start to crumble and slow down because you felt like taking a series of extended vacations, and then you went to the casino and you gambled away all of your money for fun, and then you just forgot to pay all your bills, and then they put a lock on your door so you couldn't even get back in your office, and now no one could do any business with you. Well, that would be your fault. But that's a very different situation than what's going on right now. This business is not one for quitters. Any business that depends on commissions for revenue is not one for people who just give up and quit. So now is the time for all of us to stay mentally resilient and strong and be the leaders that we need to be during this time. We're all going to get through this. It's going to pass. And those who are able to stay strong will not only be able to retain most of their customers, but in fact, they will be the ones who are growing even right now with a lockdown going on. Here's the thing that's killing me right now. When these agents were telling me about how hard things are and how they were watching television and catching up on their Instagram posts, do you know what the big companies were doing? They're out marketing to their customers and to your customers and taking them from you. Direct writers are often built with very efficient marketing machines. Look, they have more efficient marketing machines than you do, and they have more money to spend on advertising. Most of the agents I talk to actually have no marketing at all. Do you know how lucky you are to run a small agency or to be a commission-based agent at a small agency where you get compensated based on the amount of business that you can close and generate? First, you don't have to deal with a lot of the big corporate politics like having six meetings and being on 14 different committees that have to exchange 15 different reports just to do one thing. Second, you're more nimble and you're able to make changes to your business and your marketing and your target clients much faster than a big company. Third, as a small independent agency, I'll tell you something, you can actually spend almost no money on advertising and generate business and earn a very good living. I personally use a lot of free software tools for things like task management, organization, design, marketing, email, and other things. Now, I want to talk about the three things that you could be doing right now. Number one, reaching out to your current customers to check on them with a personal touch. I am constantly receiving emails, especially lately from big companies that say things like, we're here for you and we can help you and we're still operating our business. You can service your account online. They should have just started the email with dear account number one, two, three, four, five, as if I'm not even a person. They don't care about me. That's why people go to independent agents 
and small agencies and local businesses and rural businesses and mom and pop businesses because you know them by name and because you have a personal relationship. Now is a great time to reach out to your customers to check on them and include a personal touch. Mention something about them that you know. Let them know that they're not just a number. Don't just write a form email and blast it to everybody. You can start with a framework for your email, but personalize it, especially for those really important customers to you. Number two, it's time to find industries and niches that you can reach out to that are gonna survive the pandemic and that are going to thrive. I know that a lot of people are still focused on personal lines, but as I've said in the past, I feel that commercial lines is really going to be where agents are relevant in the future. And in particular, harder to place commercial lines because small commercial will be the next thing that we likely see on the internet more and more. There are some carriers that are quoting insurance policies for $22 a month for businesses online. And some of those are professional liability policies, which is a shockingly low price. It might have been $30 a month or something like that, but the reality is, in the future, you probably won't be able to make a living making $30 a month. Well, actually, let's think about that. You would only get a percentage of the premium. So if the customer pays $30 a month, and let's say you get 15%, I don't think $4.50 is really going to pay the bills for you. Number three, it's time to refine your business. Ask yourself five or six key questions. Number one, what am I writing? Meaning, what type of business are you writing? Is it all personal lines? What type of personal lines? Is it commercial lines? What type of commercial? Do I have a mix of business? Those are things you want to analyze. Number two, is the type of insurance that I'm selling profitable? You can look at that in two different ways. There's the type of insurance and the customers that you have. For example, you might sell commercial insurance, but you might be focused on customers that pay only, say, $300 in premium annually. So again, can you really make a living selling $300 premiums? I'm not sure. You might want to look at that as a courtesy quote or something that you do only for customers that purchase other lines with you. So that's question number two. Is what I'm doing profitable? Number three is, is this a good use of my time? For example, as I mentioned in a previous episode, I started my business by selling a lot of golf cart insurance. And I spent so much time marketing and trying to send out little postcards. And back then I was making simple web pages. And looking back, none of that was a good use of my time because I think the average commissions were somewhere between 12 and $20. And the retention rate is not exactly high. Imagine if I would have spent my time working on marketing. Again, it could have been postcards back then, websites, newsletters, other ways that I could reach out to people, different types of networking and other forms of communication. What if I had spent that on something that paid a $1,000 commission? Well, instead of writing, say, 500 golf carts for a $20 commission and earning $1,000, what if I had sold 500 customers who paid a $1,000 commission? That would have been $500,000 in revenue. So was that a good use of my time? No. Let's look forward. What are you spending your time on? And is it a good use? And is there a value to what you're doing? Number four, what should I be looking to write in the future? 
I think right now a lot of people are going to find themselves they're at a sort of tipping point. There are reports out recently that I saw from one company that was showing the difference between the number of quotes people are requesting online during the pandemic versus the number of quotes being submitted by independent agents. And as you can imagine, the online portal or online channel, if you will, was certainly leading the pack. And that's just part of the reality. So what should I be looking to write in the future? Well, I ask myself that all the time. And I constantly have been thinking, I need to focus on industries that are probably not going to be getting quotes online. First of all, if you do surplus lines business, then you're going to probably be writing things that are harder to place or harder to market or that actually have a hard market, meaning that the premiums are higher rather than a soft market where the premiums are lower. And that's something I am focused on constantly. So think about this. If you write something that's harder to place, a harder industry, even if it's commercial auto, something like that, it could be general liability, professional liability, is that client more likely to stay with you in the future? Right now, I would think yes, because they can't just go online and get another quote and constantly be shopping it. In fact, there are some industries for which we get quotes where the customer probably never shops it because it's so hard for them to find. They're just so happy that they found someone who can help them actually get a quote. And lastly, number five, do you even have a marketing plan? Buying leads is not marketing, okay? Marketing is where you create a system by which you have a constant flow of inbound leads that you're not purchasing from someone else. In fact, when you get really good at marketing and you become the focal point for a certain product, what'll happen is you will get referrals where people will contact you and they'll only be contacting you because you'll be the go-to guy or gal for that product. What a dream. Think about that. Let's say that you sell hot air balloon insurance. That's a little obscure. It's probably something you can't buy on the internet. Imagine if you were the go-to person for hot air balloons. Well, every time the New Mexico Air Balloon Festival comes or the Oregon Hot Air Balloon Festival comes and people need to reinsure those hot air balloons, they're going to be calling you. You're going to be the only person doing it. You're going to be a household name in the world of hot air balloons. Now, that's a unique example, but hopefully you can take that and morph it into something for your own uh, business model. Now, if you're thinking, I have no idea what to write in the future, I have no idea who I could market to, I have no idea who won't be in a competitive market on the internet, well, I, as always, invite you, invite you to join the planetoftheagents.com club where I do share some of those hot industries. I call it my hot list. It's got a nifty little picture of a target on it for a reason. And it tells you some of the industries that I've been watching and that I'm seeing quotes for that really don't have an online competitor. And in this modern world, I have to be realistic and say that for a small agency to compete with things that are widely marketed online, it's gonna be incredibly difficult because the CPC or the cost per click that insurance companies pay for marketing is far beyond the budgets that most of us have. In fact, do this if you have a second. Go to Google and search for some obscure insurance term, and you will actually see that companies that don't sell that product at all are still marketing and still paying to be on the top of Google just so that they can always be found for insurance. And imagine how hard it would be to compete with something like that. 
in some keyword research, I have seen that some of the keywords are bid up to $125 a click. That means hypothetically, let's say someone searches for auto insurance and they click on something. The company has paid $75 to $100 for just a click. That doesn't mean they sold the product. That doesn't mean they got a lead out of it. That doesn't mean anything. That means just to get traffic to their website. And the reality is most small agencies are not going to be able to afford that. So I wanted to use this shortened episode right now just as a little bit of motivation and to inspire you to stay strong during this time and to focus on the future. There is so much opportunity right now. I've been making a list, like I said, of businesses I think that are going to thrive after the pandemic and some new ones that I think exist but are going to be bigger. And that just reminds me that all I need to do is pivot a little. Sometimes you have to pivot. Sometimes, even after you've been in business for 20 years selling just one or two products, you're going to have to pivot. A wise man once told me, and I take this as a huge compliment, that the main reason that I was successful was because I was able to adapt with the times. And I didn't follow the path that he had hoped I would follow in my career, but it turned out that he was impressed with what I was doing. And that was a big takeaway for me because he was a successful person. And when he told me that, I thought, wow, that's what I need to keep doing to maintain my business and continue to grow in the future. And I want nothing but the best for all of you. I want you all to run thriving businesses, whether they're small, whether they're large. I want you to be an important part of the community, an important part of society, because independent insurance agents are like the support beam for the backbone of society, the backbone of society being small businesses. And we're here to support them and help them. And pretty much everyone in the country needs insurance, whether it's auto or home or life insurance, or whether it's business insurance or property or general liability. Everybody needs insurance and you're there for them. So that's my message for today. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I will be back on track, hopefully, after the ongoing pandemic situation with the original outline for the show, discussing more marketing and more things to help grow your business. But right now, I've been feeling that I really needed to say something to just keep you strong during this time. So you can do this. We're all going to get through this. It's going to be fine. This will just be a blip on your radar, and your insurance business is going to be stronger than ever. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to Planet of the Agents. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And head over to our website at planetoftheagents.com to sign up for our newsletter and get even more information on how to grow your insurance agency.